As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Creative Diaries. I'm your host, Kira Kelleher, and today I'm here with Samuel Arnold. How are hey, you? I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for having me. No, no worries. I really wanted to get you on this for ages, actually, because I've heard so much about you and what a hard worker you are from all the crew at GFCA. So I wanted to start off asking you a bit about, like, are your parents creative? What got you into acting in the first place? So my parents are not creative at all, at all. I've got a lot of people in my family doing uh, artistic stuff. My my sister used to draw a lot. She she wanted to be a designer, clothes designer. My other sister is a is a dancer, very successful one actually in Paris. Uh, she's got her own dance school and everything. And uh, I got into dancing first. I was dancing a lot hip hop at first, and uh, I did uh, like uh, TV. Uh, how do you call that? Like French French Got Talent in mm-hmm. Paris. Uh, with, uh, this got me into like professional dancing, and I did like tour with my group and everything. But I always wanted to be an actor. Because I was watching like the French Prince, and I was like, "Oh, I want to do like this guy." Yeah, I want to do like this guy. So, so yeah. Since I was a kid, I always wanted to be an actor. Okay. Just to be like uh, having fun on set, just to play. And when yeah. you say you did France has got talent. Yeah. What did you do? Dancing. Yeah, dancing. Yeah, that was as a dancer. Is there clips of that online? Yes, there is actually. Really? So you yeah. made it through all the stages till the final round. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. Actually, I did. Yeah. That's amazing. With, with, with my group, I was yeah. part of. A, I was part of an ensemble. What kind of group? Yeah, uh, we were called Secrets of Moonwalk. We were dancing like on Michael Jackson's music. Okay. It was in 2009 when Michael Jackson died. So I think the the channel wanted uh, people to represent like Michael Jackson and stuff. So they called us to participate. Yeah. And how did you get into acting then? How did you shift from dancing to acting? So what happened is that like I really wanted to be like a, a web designer. And I was like, oh, damn, like the studies are like long and and hard. And, and I was like, I always love to draw and, and I love computers and everything. And I was like, yeah, it's tiring. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I may as well try to be an actor. So, so I applied for an acting school instead. Yeah, you went for the way easier uh, route. Yeah, I thought, I thought I was going for the easier, e- easier path, you know. Yeah. But then I realized like it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty tough. So I went to an acting school in Paris for a year. And then from that, that's when I met Jais Foreman, mm-hmm. who's got his school in uh, in London, Soho. And uh, he said, you should go to London. And I'm like, I don't speak English. And he's like, you should go to London, like to train. You'll, you'll, you'll learn. So 
a month later i'm in the the train to london i can't speak a word oh my god yeah i find a job i go for to some classes few classes movement class voice classes acting classes uh, yeah. for like a year and by that time i could like try quite get by in english so i applied f- to get into a intensive uh, program acting program at the jazz Forman center for acting this is where i did my training mm-hmm. i graduated and i stayed what do you think it was about you that Jazz thought that you should move to London and pursue acting here? I have no idea. <laughs> I guess he thought I was talented, I think. Yeah. I guess no, I think I think I think he thought I could bring movement into acting. I yeah. don't know if you see what I mean. It's like more like like I could bring the character to life physically. I had not the skill to bring the character to life intellectually and uh, even maybe in the voice or his speech but i could get them like quite physically and i know that this is the way he works so i think he thought that like his technique was meant was me- was more like fitted for me mm. like yeah i think that's more yeah what he thought would be better for me and what was the name of the school in france you went to acar okay it's uh e-i-c-a-r called acar it's a cinema school it's a very nice school. It was holidays. I loved it. It was like I had so much fun. I didn't feel like I'm sorry for them. But I didn't feel like I've learned a lot okay. over there. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun because it's a cinema school. So they have like course for directors, writers, producers, and they're always doing projects. So they cast people from the acting uh, section. Yeah. So we were always shooting stuff with uh, the other students and stuff. So you're always like literally it's like a, a little industry in the school. It was nice. I, I had a lot of fun. But I had no one to tell me, no, that's wrong. Oh, no, it's bad. Everybody was always saying, like, oh, amazing. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. Really? And you can't yeah. grow from like that. But then that made it such a big step to move from a school where you had a little community to go to London where you didn't speak the language yeah. completely alone. Yeah. yeah. Was <laughs> what well, made you take that leap? I watched TV in, in France and I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That's not why I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be an actor because I, I wanted to to be in those movies and series that I used to love as a kid and I wanted to tell those stories. Like what series? As a kid, it would be like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Growing up, it would be Matrix, you know, all those action movies and superhero movies and all those stuff. Like, you know, as a kid, it's like, wow, I want I want to do that. And, you know, the more you grow up, the more you understand stuff and the more you, you're like, oh, I want to tell, like, deeper stories. I, th- I think yesterday was the Oscar, you know. It was yesterday and you see, like, those movies like Parasite, The Joker, The Irishman, all the stuff. Like, obviously, I will never be cast to play The Irishman. But, but that's the kind of stories you want to tell. And there is not enough stories like that told in France. This, there is a beautiful cinema in France. Beautiful cinema. But there is way more opportunity in the English-speaking market, I'd say, for an actor like me, even though I'm French. So there's like a, quite a lot of debate about if people need to go to drama school or not. Do you think that if you want to be an actor, it's necessary to go to drama school? I think that it's not... I think that you don't have to go to drama school to be able to act in a movie or in a film. But if you want to reach your full potential, as an actor, you should train. In any ways, you should train. It's like anything else. If you if you want to be a professional, uh, I don't know, football player, like you could be amazing and never been to a club. You know, you mm-hmm. could be ama- an amazing football player, but you would never be as good as you would be if you had been trained. You know yeah. what I mean? So 
So I'm not saying, you know, some people are geniuses. I never met one, but some people are geniuses. They could they can have it like that. They don't need to. But I'm sure those people would be even better if they had trained before. So I just think that you can do it. People have done it. People have been like being big stars and stuff because like they got they got they've been seen in the street, you know, and they oh, I want you in my movie and they kill it in the movie and then they make a, ca- a career f- a career from this you know yeah I mean? but yeah if you want to reach your full potential you got to train i think and do you feel like you reached your full potential no <laughs> no that's all no no i mean the aim is to reach your full potential but i think by definition you never do you always grow so what classes at drama school did you feel were suited to you everything and drama school it was because of the like the intensity of it I didn't really think. I was just doing stuff. I was just doing it. And I learned from everything I was doing. We had yeah. like uh, fight classes, dance classes, voice classes, acting analysis. And by doing it again, again, and over again, you get to understand, like, to get like a, a working method. And uh, <laughs> what he said that I needed when I arrived, he said I needed discipline. You get discipline. I was. I had no discipline at all. So I needed to learn that and that's, I think that's the thing that is the most useful to me today, the discipline and the thing that you know you get work to do, yeah. you do it and you get it done. So that's literally the one thing I heard about you when uh, I moved did, did you? Ah, that you have I'm discipline. <laughs> yeah. No way. You somehow managed to go that to That is so field. funny because like I am not I wasn't that guy at all. Like really? I was like I was I always been the bad the bad student at school. Always sitting at the back of the class and laughing and joking. Nice, nice guy, but never really taken seriously. <laughs> you know. Okay. But yeah, I guess then uh, drama school made me a disciplined, uh, disciplined uh, yeah. student. Yeah. Did you get an agent from the showcase? Uh, yeah, I actually get got two agents from the showcase. I got an agent in the UK and an agent in Paris. Oh my god! And I just signed up with an agent in China. That's amazing. Which is amazing. Are you still with the same agents that you got from the showcase? No. Uh, my agent in London, I had to to stop working with them. <laughs> and uh, we went out different ways. And then I signed up with an amazing agent who's been amazing from beginning, from even before I signed with him. So I'm still with him right now. How long ago did you graduate from drama school? Four or five years, something like that. Yeah. Okay. How long have you been with this new agent then as well? It must be two or three years. Two years and a half. Yeah. Almost three years. So would you say the last two or three years, things have things have really taken off for you since you got this new agent? Yeah, yeah. I think like, yeah, since it's been two years that I've been working a bit more as an actor because I, I was working at... Uh, in a restaurant as a bartender and as a waiter you know because you gotta you gotta pay the you gotta pay the bills you gotta eat you yeah. gotta you know what i mean wait wait uh, which restaurant so uh, in oaxaca restaurant oh mexican restaurant in london best mexican restaurant in soho yeah no in wimbledon oh i love oaxaca yeah Oaxaca's so good yeah yeah because because i have to be honest i don't like the food in this country that's the only thing i i don't like and oaxaca is pretty good yeah because that'll yeah. be their claim to fame now ever Anyway, never mind. <laughs> in a couple of years. And uh, and yeah, so yeah, I had to work in a restaurant. And uh, since I signed with that agent, because it got me a lot of work, I'm working less and less in this restaurant. Like uh, I was starting to work like three times a week, then two times a week, then one time a week, uh, then not at all for a few weeks and then back to it. And yeah, so I'm becoming uh, a full-time actor. Yeah. Do you have anyone you've worked with recently that you've kind of 
found inspirational or has made an impact on you? Well, I've been working with like, I call them monsters, like, because like I've been working with Ray Fiennes at the National Theatre, which was like insane to see him do what he does on stage because he's literally like a, mm. he's Godzilla, literally, he's killing it. He's like, and he's every single night for three hours, full on, like 100%. And you're like, damn, I feel tired. And and then you look at this guy and you're like, oh, well, I can't complain. He's in every single scene and he's like, like pun- punching his way through the play. Yeah. It's amazing to see that. And you learn a lot by seeing that every night. And it's Shakespeare. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. The language is beautiful. Like the actors are amazing. Sophia Conedo was playing Cleopatra. Oh. She's, yeah. a, she's a queen. She is. So that was a good casting, though. Yeah, the last people I've been working with, uh, I'm on this big TV show. Like that's the biggest thing I did so far. What is it? It's uh, called Emily in Paris. So it's uh, set in Paris, <laughs> and uh, it's produced by the guy who did um, Sex in the City. His name is Darren Star. People might know him. The main character is played by Lily Collins. So it's quite a big deal because yeah. she is a big deal. Yeah, definitely. I've been to I've been to New York for the first time like a few weeks ago, and I see her face everywhere in the in the airport. Like yeah. she's like and, it's a beautiful uh, face. So yeah, she I learn a lot working with her. I yeah. learn a lot working with her because we we are like the same age, and she is so professional on every level, and she's so humble. And it's easy to work with her because I'm like, oh, damn, that's Lily Collins. You know, she's like, she's Lily Collins, you know. And But you get there and she's just, she's an actress and you're an actor and we got to work. You know what I mean? And yeah, so it's easy because she she, she puts you on the same level as her. Even though we are not <laughs> <laughs> yet. And uh, that was very nice to work with her for four months on a TV show. Okay. Yeah. Do you know when that's coming out? Nope. Nope. Okay. Can you detail a little bit your career since drama school? What have the last four or five years yeah. looked like? Uh, so I graduated. Then uh, two weeks after, I did a movie in Paris. I was like, hmm, ding, bam, I'm going to kill it. Yeah. yeah that's easy, <laughs> baby. Like, I did two all, weeks like, after. Like, one audition, failed. Like, failed. Like, massively failed the audition in Paris. Second audition, nailed it. Uh, get the part. Uh, I play with uh, Valérie Carsanti, which is, she is a famous uh, TV actress in France. I get to rub the shop. Oh, so I get. Yeah, I was like, wondering what yeah, you yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> why I was. I'm like, I'm like, okay, give me the money and stuff, blah blah blah, in French. Then I get shot and I die. Oh, that's a fun role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was cool. I was in South of France for a few weeks, and that was my first experience on t- television. So that was nice. I was like, okay, I'm launched. Let's go. And then nothing happened. Nothing happened for weeks and weeks and months. And, and I audition a lot, which is nice. But you know, auditions, is it's weird. It's not like an acting job. Like auditions are like a thing in itself. You think that you're training to be a good actor. But before being a good actor, you need to be a good auditioner, I would I should yeah. say. You know what I mean? I mean, you must know you're an actress. Too, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I am. And, uh, and yes, yeah, so I took some time to get this mechanic of nailing the audition and then when you do nail the audition then it's not your choice to get the part so even though you killed it you know 
they might need someone tall, skinny, uh, blue eyes with a bit with more age than you, with less than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. With a bit of you know, it's it's so so it's not on you. You know, so you just keep working, working, working until it works. Then after that, I did a few commercials. Can't remember for alcohol, beverages. Then I did a few music videos. I stop focusing on on auditions and I start working on my stuff. So I start writing a lot, and I produced and direct um, a web series. Okay. A web series with with a friend of mine. What's that called? In Paris, it's called Les Petits Princes, the li- Little Princes, and um, I've only released a trailer so far. How did you get that name? The Little Princes. Yeah, because I would have thought that would have been like a copyright issue. No? Oh yeah. Maybe not. Okay, Why? never mind. Why? No, because, because it, I, there is yeah. there is a movie called Les Petits Princes, but when I did the when I did the, the thing, I was only doing it to get images. I wasn't doing it mm. to to sell or to that there were no uh, financial vision. Yeah, it was pure art. It was Much just like this you know. Podcast. Yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah, I did the thing and uh, we shot a lot. We had a lot of actors involved, French actors, uh, British actors, Italian actors. We shot in Paris and in London. We were like. People like the thing looks like a million dollar production. Great. And I spent way less. Okay. Way less. It was a lot of favors and help from people. Did you get friends to be in it? Yeah, uh, friends from drama school. Yeah. And uh, I did audition a few people, and uh, yeah, it was very nice. I learned a lot. I learned a lot because I mean, it's like I think it's the best way to learn. Just go for it and practice. So then I did that, and then I stopped. This is when I went to the National Theatre. And after the National Theatre, I went on a TV show in France for one episode. And after that, I uh, I must have done a few things. But, I mean, the thing that the most uh, memorable is the Emily in Paris bit. Yeah. Which is the last thing I did. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Because when I first... I think the first time I met you, you just done a Molière play. I, I don't know if I remember that yeah, incorrectly. Yeah, the Molière play. So, yeah, uh, I did that just before the National Theatre. Yeah. Uh, so that was actually a very, very, very good experience because um, we were doing a, this, uh, it was a Le Misanthrope. I don't know how you say that in English. Yeah. Uh, the Misanthrope. Misanthrope? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Well, the Misanthrope the, from Molière, it was from a French uh, company, a theatre company, and they were doing like, uh, they did the play the year before and they were doing it again but they were looking to cast uh, my character again because the, the actor couldn't do it so I got the I got the part and the thing we, we went on for I think two or three weeks and we were doing like three days in English and then three days in French so there was a lot of lines to learn and you would think that oh it's okay you speak English you speak French so you just translate no but actually, it was like two different plays because then you realize that French and English are so different in the energy and everything you do is so different. Like what you would say in French, you don't say it the same way in English. And acting-wise, you learn a lot because you feed your character from the French French uh, way of doing uh, of delivering the lines. And the French version feeds itself from the English way of delivering the lines. And it's just growing all the time. Did you change your character? Because obviously there's 
a lot of the things wouldn't be directly translated. I'd say it must be a bit of a cliche, but I'd say like my character was more charming in French, and it was he had more sass in English. Oh, okay. Which I think uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, know, it must be the language, language, oh, okay. and tempo, and so French yeah. naturally brings something out of you. Yeah, must okay. it must be. Yeah. When when you're talking about all these things in drama school, have you had someone in the complete opposite way? When I was asking earlier about who's inspired you, have you had anyone that says, you know, you can't do this or said, why don't you try a nine to five job? Like someone that's been against you acting. Actually, I've always been very, very supported in everything I, I always wanted to do. I've only I've always been told, uh, oh, you're going to make it. Are oh, you all right? You're OK. Really? Ah, don't worry. I'm, I'm not worrying about you. And I'm like, worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. It's not like that. I'm like I think I'm the I think I'm the person who has the most who have been the most negative about myself. Everybody has been always positive with me. Like they always said like, Oh, you wanna be an actor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I always been like, mm, it might not work though, you know? Yeah. And still, still it might not work. You know, you never know. You can do something today and nothing can happen tomorrow. You know, that's the but that's the game, ain't it? You never know. <laughs> I, yeah, no. I had like some weird support from randomers. I think when I was auditioning for drama school, the guy yeah. was like, "What?" I was in an Uber. The guy was like, "Why are you here?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm auditioning for drama school." And he was like, "I can imagine you as an actress because you could play the writer and the serial killer because you look like both." And That's I was just true. looking That's at him like, true. "Oh, okay." And then he was like, "I'm really into murder stories." So it was a very strange Uber ride, where because <laughs> it's not what I would have imagined. You know, earlier when you were talking about being a good auditioner, do you have any tips for people that are auditioning? Yeah. I've just yeah. completely changed the subject. Yeah. But for real? No, but I, I actually have. Okay. I actually have. Listen to my wiseness. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, for real. Like, you will hear people telling you, you have to be like this. You have to do that in audition room. You know, some actors go to workshop, acting workshop, and the, the, the casting director would say, oh, yeah, when you get there, don't do that or don't do that, or do that. And everybody's right. I think your job as an actor is to get in the room mm -hmm. and assess the situation and understand what, what you need to do in that exact moment. What will work with a casting director today won't work with a casting director tomorrow. So obviously, be polite, okay? Don't be rude, which, make, which you would do with anyone, not, not only a casting director, with someone <laughs> in the yeah. street, you know, just be yeah. human. Don't be too needy, even you do need the part. <laughs> and, uh, and just adapt. Adapt, be quick, think. Think before you speak, yeah. That's it. I think that if you do that, you'd be a star. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> do you adapt to trends? Do you look online and see what casting directors are saying now as opposed to what they were saying before? Uh, no, but I do, I do go on casting director workshop. Yeah. I do go there. And I, I haven't done it in France, but I do it a lot in, in the UK. And they're quite on, all on the same page, most of them, I'd say. Yeah, I think in most of the case, you gotta be, you just got to be a nice guy. They like humor. And I think most of the time they're having a tough day, a long and tough day. They have like uh, deadlines and and they have to, to to you know get the job done. So when you arrive with a good energy and uh, a smile, I mean that's uh, half of the way. Mm -hmm. Then then you gotta act. <laughs> yeah. Then you gotta act. 
Yeah. And what about for acting? Because you're, we were talking about how auditioning and acting are two different. Well, acting. If I got, if I have to give a tip for acting, I think you got to do what works for you. And for example, if I take myself as an, as an example, I've been trained, and I've been taught some stuff that I would reuse in some of my character, but that would not work for other characters. You know, for some characters, I would just look myself and kind of freestyle do s- my own research try to feel it you know intuitively and for other characters i would be more academic you know i would yeah. just like break down the break down the script break down the the characteristic of the character and everything you know and yeah you got to do what works for you at that moment with that character so no matter what you've learned don't force yourself to do it if it doesn't work if it doesn't work if you're blocked try something else that's really good advice thank you <laughs> you're like i know <laughs> yeah no, i'm trying to think what advice i would give what would be your biggest issues or struggles when you let's say everything goes wrong with an with a, with a character what would go wrong what would go wrong yeah God, i guess i have like nervous things so the main thing that drama school helped me with was because i was doing a lot of things i didn't know i was doing mm. um self-awareness maybe yeah so i have like nervous ticks that's probably a good way to put it yeah in that that's probably what went wrong you get in your own way before you've even started by reverting back to bad habits which has nothing to do with the character or your ability but that i don't know it's in the body i guess yeah well i I, well i i think everybody can relate to that yeah (laughs) we all relate to that but yeah i think that once again I think you got to do what works for you. Like, if you get into those habits, how do you get rid of it? And this is just like learning your s- learning to know yourself mm-hmm. and to know what makes you feel uh, comfortable and what do you need to do. If, do you need to go for a run? Do you need to dance? Do you need to sing? Do you need to... Did you have anything that was pointed out to you? That, like, my main concern and my, like, the thing I've, I'm still, like, self-conscious with is... Uh, even in French, like for is the way I, I speak, like the way I enunciate the the words and everything, because I've been training in a, in a foreign language, so obviously uh, it was a bit of a struggle, and it still is. Obviously, I got better now, but but that was the main thing that was pointing at pointed at me. It was like, oh, that's amazing, you got the character and everything, but I can't understand what you're saying. And I would make me feel like so self-conscious. Yeah. And because of that, I would have like you, like tick, and I would be aware of what everything that I'm doing it ha- that has nothing to do with the character, you know. And uh, but but I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm it's pretty brave I'm, to come on a I'm podcast. I'm then. getting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was actually self-conscious. I was like, damn, like ima-. because like sometimes you just can't speak another language. Sometimes I wake up in the morning, I just can't speak English. I'm like, I'm like, no. And I spend a lot of time on um, online. Yeah. I'm a heavy video game player. So I spend a lot of time online with my French friends. So even though I'm living in in the UK, I speak a lot of French to to my friends online. Always French, French, French. And then uh, I go back to the real world and it's in English. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're in the UK. It's in English. How do you deal with accents and stuff then when they ask you in auditions, can you do this? Or so can I'm, you getting, I'm getting better at this. Um, now I can quite get there and fool people only on a script so like if i have my lines i can learn it with a british accent you know 
not mm. not like RP, but I can fool you into believing that I'm a Londoner. But only on those lines given. So I will I will I will practice those lines in an accent. So if it's general American or London or things like that, I will be able to do it, but only on those lines. You know, I won't be able to to just improvise on an accent like that. But I think th- it will come with time. Just have to keep working on it. I guess. Yeah. How are yeah. you with the Irish accent? I'm very good. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. Okay. You would think I'm Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you. You're so going to have to believe me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to talk a bit about your upcoming projects and things you have coming out this year. Yes. Tell me about them. So okay. So Emily in Paris. I don't think I can tell a lot of things about. I don't know what I'm allowed to tell about it. Like. Yeah. Apart from what's online, which me, which is that it's produced by Darren Star, starring with Lily Collins, and it's uh, set in Paris, and it's going to be big. <laughs> it's going to be big, yeah, and it's going to be funny, and uh, I think a lot of people will like it. Can like you say it. your part in it? Are you in no, mm, multiple episodes? I don't want to say the part I have. Yeah, I'm, I am in multiple episodes. Okay. I don't want to say the, I don't want to describe my character because it's not described yet online. Okay. So it's a surprise so, and also i want people to discover what i can say it's a ver- it's a character very far from who i am and i like it because you know it's allow you to explore something totally different than who you are so obviously it's still me playing the character you know but it's a character with very strong characteristics i would say and um and yeah and i am uh, going to Cannes festival for uh the first time which is cool. I'm going with my agent, doing some networking, and uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I that's like amazing. It. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a kid with stars in my eyes. That's so cool. I like it. Wait, this is a, a bit of a random question. Were you in The Witcher, or have I imagined? Oh, shall I tell you the story of this? So, yeah. So I'm a big fan of The Witcher. I'm a big, big fan of The Witcher. I play the video games. I read the books. Not all of them. No, actually, I read one book, and. Uh, uh and uh i watched the film there was like there was like an old film with uh who was it christoph lambert or i don't remember the actor who's playing who was playing the witcher anyway uh so i'm a big fan of it and i saw like there is the witcher coming up so i was like excited with my friends we are all like a nerdy nerdy gang and no we're way all, we're all excited <laughs> yeah like i don't look like that but I'm a bit of a nerd, yeah, and uh, like, like uh, my agent goes like, "Oh, there is a workshop." Uh, uh, Sophie Holland, casting director for The Witcher. I was like, "No way!" So I want her to see me. I mean, that's The Witcher. I'm a big fan of it. So I go to the to the workshop, and uh, I know why you're asking that because you've you've seen pictures online. No, no, you didn't. No, I did. Yeah. Okay, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so. Uh, I, I did go. some research for this. Just ah, okay. <laughs> okay. You did your homework. So I'm meeting up with this Sophie Holland, who's casting The Witcher. On a one-on-one, I'm like, do you know what? I'm a big fan of The Witcher. Like, I'm telling her everything I know about The Witcher and stuff. And she's like, oh, nice and stuff. And blah, blah, blah. We speak, we speak, we speak. And then my agent called me and said, Samuel, do you want to go to the premiere of The Witcher in London? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go to the premiere of The Witcher in London? So I go there, and uh, with uh, with Sophie Holland. So she takes me to the red carpet. I pass uh, Henry Cavill right next to me. I'm like, uh, hey, dude, 
What's that? <laughs> We've watched the first episode, which I thought was very good. That's how I got myself into the red carpet of The Witcher. I had nothing to do with it. That's a nothing shame. Nothing to do. Yeah. Literally That's really cool, though. Do. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. You're like, yeah, just, uh, hey. That was my first red carpet as well. I'd never been in a red, red carpet before. So I was like, I may as well. Uh, Take photos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you'd really like to do in the future? Anyone you'd really like to work with or play character-wise? I've seen a movie and I'm feeling very bad because I can't remember the title. It's the Frequence... Anyway, there was a there, there is this like spy movie and the main character was... Um, oh, she was in Gossip Girl. Blake Lively? Leighton Meester? Y- yeah. Which and one? She just did the, her last movie. Blake Lively. One, yeah. yeah. Her last movie. In her last movie, she is amazing. She's amazing. I'm like, oh damn, I want to do that. Yeah. That's what I want to do. So it was like a James Bond movie, but with so much realism to it and so much depth in the story. And the like, the character journey is amazing. She starts, she's like a drug addict, prostitute, and she ends up being like a fierce uh, hit man, hit, hit woman, uh, spy uh, slash uh, hero. And it's all very rea- realistic and very focused on the storytelling and it's very nice i loved it and i would love to be in something like that oh that's very cool yeah one question i've been asking people is what story would you this is like i have to ask this question even though i've just completely moved on what story would you tell them graham norton's red chair Uh, have you seen graham norton yeah yeah Uh, i have one story okay i have one story. it's quite embarrassing though perfect yeah, just because it's you, I'm telling you that it was during drama school. Actually, I was with some, f- I was with a friend of mine, and we're, we were walking in in Soho. And across the road, I see Charlie Theron, and I'm like, I feel very bad to say that now. <laughs> 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 I'm like with my friend, and I'm like, she's literally like, a front of me, moving like you know, like literally a fanboy. I'm ashamed of saying that, but I'm literally like a fanboy, and I'm saying, bro, bro, that's that's Sharon Stone, and I I'm sc- I scream, that's Sharon Stone. <laughs> And she looked at me. She looks at me like with like, I I don't know if she heard me, but she looked at me like very like like, back off, you know. And she was with a child, so I'm guessing that was her child. So and she just kept walking, and I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hopefully she never remembers me. <laughs> yeah, that was very awkward. Probably happens a lot. If I if I meet her again, I won't uh, mention it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I will. I don't know. It's Middle, a good story. Yeah. So where can people follow you if they want to keep up with what you're doing so i'm on instagram do you know your handle it's uh s-u-p-p-e-r slash no ah. no no it's not <laughs> no hey guys oh i yeah. don't know my instagram this is it. um s-u-p-p-e-r-s-a-m-a super sama yeah i did it uh when i was uh in uh what's college for you guys um university yeah, the well, here they the do the college thi- and university. The thing they before university. High school, secondary yeah, school. Yeah, I do it. I did it w- my first year of high school, so don't judge the name of my uh, Instagram. Why is it named that way? Because um, when I was doing hip hop dance, my um, nickname was uh, Super Sama. Why was that your nickname? Because I thought I was super. Oh. <laughs> and my name is Samuel Arnold, so Sam. Ah. ah there yeah. you go. Yeah. I am very embarrassed. Like. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry guys about that. I'm sorry maybe maybe it's too much. No. But I I do like it. <laughs> 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 Is there anything else you'd like to talk about before I 
yeah, no, I literally, uh, it's not always, it's not every day that I get uh, to express my voice. And uh, now that I got the opportunity, I have no idea what to say. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to say I'm going to take over the world or no, something. No, world no, no, I just think like, uh, I just think that, yeah, I'm going to keep working on my yeah. craft, be a good person. Mm -hmm. And I encourage everybody to be a good person. Yeah. To everyone else, because we were living in a quite uh, special world, I'd say. That's a nice way to, to put to it. To be polite. Yeah. Uh, so let's make it uh, special in a good way. There you go. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna on my side tell stories to make this world special. And yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so follow Samuel. Yeah, and keep an eye out for Emily in Paris. Yeah. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye. Bye.